Welcome to the Simply Calm Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Traster, and this is our space for intentional living, simple self-care, and the mindfulness practices for a calmer, more connected you. Welcome to the Simply Calm Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Traster, and I am so excited to be back with you this week. We are going to be chatting about three questions that I ask myself every day and specifically every night. But before we get into today's topic, let's discuss what I've been loving lately. If you follow me on Instagram, then you know one of the reasons I was down and out last week is because last weekend I had the pleasure of partaking in Suzy School. Suzy School is a two day business virtual intensive that was such an amazing experience. And it was way more energetically draining than I ever could have imagined. Because it was an intensive, I had to be out of my house, away from my kids, by myself for two full days, completely forgot my microphone so that I could record a podcast episode. And looking back, I don't know why I thought I would have had the time or the bandwidth to have been able to do that as well. Suzy School was a really transformative experience for many reasons, but I'm not going to dive into all of those with you today. I want to share with you one takeaway from Suzy School that I have been loving. All of the women in Suzy School are broken down into smaller groups, and then each group of 15 women has their own individual coach. Our first day, we had two two hour sessions where we did some really deep one on one emotional work in front of the entire group. So each person had a turn to go through this experience. And my takeaway that has been really powerful for me over the past week is this question. Is that true? Now we were going through some really big mental and emotional roadblocks for each of us and the coach would respond with that question. Is that true? And it was so powerful, especially when it's not only you going through that experience, but the 14 other women that are in the group with you and listening to everyone go through this. And it's a question that I have returned to time and time again over the past week. You know how I feel about thought work and about changing the way that I can think about a situation so that I can in turn change the way that I'm feeling about a situation. And I have found several instances over the past week where it's been 
easier for me to make that mental switch from whatever my default thought was that would be stressing me out, making me angry, making me anxious. And by first asking the question, is that true? And then using the response of most of the time, no, that's not true to flip my thinking. It was just so incredibly powerful. I have studied a lot of personal development over the years, and some things just feel like fluff to me at times. And this was one of those things that I felt so much power in, not only in me asking those questions of myself, but being able to witness the experience of other women asking that question. So I really encourage you to explore that question for yourself. All right, guys, let's dive into this week's episode. It is starting to rain outside, so don't mind the sound of raindrops in the background should you be able to hear those. Okay, today's episode is titled Three Questions. You hear me speak so often about morning routines, about the way that they ground us at the start of our day, the way they set not only the energetic tone, but they provide a space for which we can return to throughout our day when things get crazy and hectic and chaotic as they will because this is life. And what I don't speak as frequently about is the importance of an evening routine. If we do not prime ourselves at night, if we do not give our minds and our bodies the opportunity to properly rest before we go to sleep, then we're not sleeping as well. And when we're not sleeping as well, we're not waking up as well rested or excited to do that morning routine in the first place. So while the morning routine is something I find to be important, I think that our evening hours are really the primer for that. If you have ever listened to anything by Abraham Hicks, they will speak about alignment before action. And I always laugh to myself because I am a morning person. I am someone who likes to wake up in the morning and get my quote unquote work done first thing. But that's because in my eyes, I am aligning myself at night so that when I wake up, I am aligned and I can get to work. Now, I know not everyone is a morning person. Some people are night owls. And I am not in today's episode going to go into all of the nitty gritty of what makes up my own evening routine. But I do want to share with you this really powerful exercise that anyone can do because all you need to do are ask yourself these questions before you go to sleep. One of the reasons that sleep can be disturbed is that there is mental or emotional chatter going on in our brains and in our body that is unresolved. So it is literally waking us up to the racing thoughts. Sometimes it's waking us up and we don't even know why, but it's because our nervous system 
has so much going on that we aren't even aware of that we can't properly sleep. But by closing out your day, reviewing the day that you've had and priming yourself for the day ahead, it can be a really great additional tool to help you sleep. Even if you feel like you don't have problems sleeping, I guarantee you will have better rest and you will wake up the next morning feeling so much more grounded in what is going to lie ahead for your day rather than waking up and immediately being stressed out or thinking about the previous day. Okay, so here is how this works. You can go about your evening as you see fit. I love some some Netflix before bed. I like to go to bed a little earlier and have some good, quiet, detached from the internet downtime before I go to sleep. Now, I will say I am someone who falls asleep very quickly. I have had problems in 2020 with waking up in the middle of the night, and this can help with that too. Every night when I get in bed, I ask myself these three questions. Now, these three questions did not come from me, and I've been doing this for so long, I don't even remember where these three questions initially came from. So I apologize that I cannot refer you to the original source, and I don't even know if that person is the one who came up with this concept, but I ask myself these three questions questions in the same order just about every night as I'm laying in bed, lights out, I'm done reading or journaling or anything else that I would be doing. This is like eyes closed, I'm all comfy, and I'm ready to sleep. The first question that I ask myself is, what went really well today? I will either go over in my head in detail one thing that was just so joy-filled. Sometimes there are several little things throughout my day that just made me really happy. Maybe I had a few different moments with each of my kids. Maybe I did something that was really scary or outside my comfort zone. Maybe I finally accomplished some task that's been sitting on my to-do list or I had a quiet evening or afternoon or moment to myself, whatever it can maybe, it doesn't matter what the thing is. You review that in your head. What was that one thing that just went really well? It's fun to reflect back on this question because it's often something we miss. We go to bed and we're stressed out about the next day. We're anxious about something we wish we would have done differently. And this just sets the tone for the positive that did take place. And no matter how crappy of a day you've had, I'm sure you can find one little nugget. The second question that I ask myself is what could I have done differently? Now, this question has two parts. So I will use the example of me being a mom and being at home with my kids, especially this past year. The majority of the time, what could I have done differently has something to do with my kids. 
99% of the time it is something happened and this was my reaction to it and how could I have reacted differently? How could I have responded differently? So this is not to beat ourselves up. Some days it'll be tiny things. Some days it'll be big things. But here is why this question is so powerful. First, you acknowledge what it is that you wish you would have done differently. And then you visualize the situation as if you did do it differently. So using my kids as an example, let's say they did something and I yelled at them. That would be my initial answer to the question. I yelled at my kid. I then replay the situation. So I play in my mind them doing the same thing. Their action didn't change. The circumstance is not going to change. And then I imagine how I respond to that situation. How do I wish I would have done it? And I visualize all of it in detail. What would I have done? Would I have given them a hug? What would I have said? What would their response be? How would we all have felt afterwards had that been the way I handled the situation? Now, this, of course, works for anything. It doesn't just have to be a situation with children. It can be anything. But that reframing of the situation and visualizing what you would have done differently just reiterates not only the goodness within you, but that you know deep in your heart how you could have handled it differently and It allows for you to do that the next time. The third question that I answer every night, if I get to it, like I said, I fall asleep quickly and sometimes this is, I will fall asleep while doing this exercise. The third question is to think about my next day and to visualize, if you don't fall asleep, how your day goes. How does it pan out? How are you feeling as the day goes on? Okay, I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to be so happy to wake up. I'm going to have my morning routine. I'm going to drink my coffee. It's going to be so nice to drink that coffee by myself because my kids, they're going to sleep in tomorrow. I can just, I can feel it. And then I'm going to make breakfast and then we're going to get ready for school and I'm going to do the drop off and we're going to come home. We're going to play with Play-Doh and then go to the playground and then I'm going to work. And I go through it all in my head. If I have anything on the books for the next day that is a big deal, if I have a phone call, if I have something that I've been putting off that needs to be done, if I have a project that I I'm excited to work on. I imagine how I feel while doing that thing. When you ask yourself these three questions, you are sitting in the goodness that transpired. You are acknowledging anything that maybe didn't go so well, but you're okay with it. That reframe of the situation allows your heart and your mind to rest. And then visualizing your next day and how well it's going to go. Again, it eases your mind. It eases your body. 
It eases your nervous system and it makes it so much easier for your whole being to get a good night of rest. Have you ever heard of these questions before? Have you implemented them into your evening routine? I'm really excited for you guys to try these questions out and I want to hear how they go. Does it help your sleep? Does it help your racing mind? Do you not wake up in the middle of the night freaking out because your brain won't shut off? I want you to try this for a few nights and see how it goes. You can tag me in your stories on Instagram at Erica Traster. Thank you so much for joining along this week. Make sure to subscribe. And if you're loving the Simply Calm podcast, I would love if you left me a review. You can find me on Instagram at Erica Traster, teaching and sharing all things intentional self-care. The goodness and light in me sees and honors all the good that is within you. Much love and we'll chat again next week. Mm -hmm.